everyone. Melody Looney here for another episode. Today I'm going to be talking about the psychic senses, also known as the clairs. And the reason why uh, I think it's important that I talk about this subject is that you might be experiencing some of these senses or might be open to working with your natural senses. I believe they're natural and that everybody has them. I feel that this is beneficial for people to listen to, to get familiar with, to work with. So I will be going through each psychic sense, what they are, any examples that I have, whether personal or just an example that you can follow along with, how to identify which one you're most likely either having naturally or want to work with, which one you're drawn to the most, and how to, like I said, work with it. So we're going to be going through each one and each one of those things so that we're clear. I thought it was really important to do this because I don't think some people know what they have and they kind of deny it or know that it's possible, know that it's an actual, or know that it's an actual thing. Uh, I might be erasing it, thinking it's silly, but actually there are definitions here. There are things that you can work with. So I'm going to go into those. All right. So the first one I'm going to talk about is clairvoyance. This is the most popular talked about. This is clear seeing. What I mean by clear seeing, this is something you do not see with your physical eyes everyday things like we're looking at rocks or trees or candles or whatever this is the stuff we see through our physical eyes i'm talking about a sense that we see through our mind's eye so for example if you are in meditation and you see images in your head with your eyes closed this is clairvoyance your eyes are closed so you have a blank slate there if you see images popping in, that is clairvoyance. Another way is that you'll see, maybe if you watch mediums on TV or hear mediums, some mediums speak in a public event, they said they can see things happening. Um, sometimes psychics can pick up with their eyes open, seeing stuff in their mind's eye. So one way that we can think about this is think of a scene from a movie in your head playing, but don't close your eyes and pay attention to the things around you physically while also playing this movie in your head. Now, if you are clairvoyant, you will not think of the movie. The movie will just come to you. So right now I'm asking you to, okay, look at the things around you and think of a movie in your head. Okay, that's your mind's eye. That's with your eyes open. Now close your your eyes and think of the movie playing in your head. A little bit different. If you have your eyes closed, it should come in really, it comes in really clear for me. Um, Sometimes. (laughs) I'm not going to say all the time. 
a lot of the times I get shapes, silhouettes, outlines, black and white, and then there are other times, rare times, where I get crystal clear, as if a movie projector is playing in my head, as if it's being shot onto the screen in front of my eyes when they're closed. Um, when your eyes open, you can see that scene playing in your head. And if you experience practicing with this, you'll know what I'm talking about. How you will be looking at a physical object, but you will see a movie playing in your head. So like I said, think of a movie, look at an object, think of the scene in the movie and then walking and then look at the object. It will be like that, but it will hit you out of nowhere. You will not be trying to think of anything specific. It will just hit you. And um, I'll talk about how to get into that with exercises later, but this is an example. Um, an example of mine was I was laying in bed about to go to sleep. I closed my eyes and I knew I wasn't dreaming because it takes me a little bit to get there um, to go to bed completely. But I saw like a movie reel inside of my head, you know, with my eyes closed, this like a movie clip of a snow, snowy road. Like I was if in a, like as if I was in a car and it was going down the road. I could see all the houses. I can see the snow. I can see where the road was paved to make way for the snow and it came in crystal clear. There are times when I do readings where I see silhouettes and outlines barely visible barely visible and i have to make out what they are i for now close my eyes when i do this there are psychics out there that can have their eyes open and do all that and that's great but i try not to compare myself with them if what i'm doing right now works i'm gonna go with it so if you feel like you're trying to pick up something and you feel like i'm not like the pros put that in quotes um and I can't do it with my eyes open don't discourage yourself that doesn't mean anything that just means you just gotta close your eyes and do it um I'm gonna get to the identifiers pretty much how to identify each one towards the after I go through everything because it's an exercise you can use to see if any of these clears hit and how to work with them um, so I will individually go down that after I do all these senses, okay? So next one I'm going to talk about is clairaudient. This is clear hearing. This is when you start hearing things, I guess you just say in your mind's ear. <laughs> it's hard to describe. So like clairvoyance, this is another example this isn't something where you typically, I mean, you shouldn't be hearing literal voices in your head. This is not how it works. I mean, not how it works for me, unless I'm working as a medium and I tap into all that or I go into dream state. Um, for the basic clairaudient, that's, that's not really how it works. 
predominantly it's going to be like as if you were sitting at a table with a friend and you were talking to them and you're hearing everything your friend says to you okay that is physical you're actually sitting in a conversation talking to this person with you now while you're sitting down or you can be listening to the TV while you're sitting down hearing somebody talk to you think in your head about a conversation you had previously of someone talking to you so maybe you got home and your mom said hello how was your day did you have fun did y'all Jessica tell you about the play that we had to think about what she or that person said word for word in your mind while you're listening to somebody there talking to you in person that the conversation you're thinking about word for word in your head while you're listening to somebody talk to you in person that is like Claire audience so if I'm sitting here, an example is that if I'm sitting here and all of a sudden I get this shot of a conversation in my head out of nowhere, that's what it's like. So let's see, there was one day where I was um, trying to figure out what, there was this little contest, you can win a free reading and you got to guess what incense um, flavor to pick of what this person was thinking. And I wanted to pick lavender because that was my fa- one of my favorite flavors of incense. And um, so I was thinking lavender. And all of a sudden in my head, in my mind's head my mind's audient audio conversation I heard somebody say the sun is the answer the sun was one of the incense flavors and my logical mind kept thinking no lavender but I know that if I randomly hear a thought of somebody speaking and it's the sun is the answer, I'll type that in. I was the only one that guessed that flavor. There was many other flavors. And I got it right. I won a free reading, just like that. So it's not a literal voice per se, it's that nudging of a voice that if that makes sense. It's it's kind of a thought-speaking voice. I know that sounds a little weird, but it is. It's a, a thought, kind of like if you left the oven on and some somebody came up to you and go, you know you left the oven on, and your brain goes, whoa, that's that voice. You know you left the oven on, but you will hear that thought, you left the oven on. Um in that way okay so i hope that makes sense practice 
that exercise, like I said, you're hearing somebody talking, but you hear the other conversation in your head, and that's what it sounds like. To be clear, audience, you do not force it. So, but I'm just giving you an idea of what it will sound like. It will not sound like a voice you will try to recall. You are not recalling when you're thinking in your head, okay, my mom said, hello, how was your day? You don't think of the tone of voice, you just think of what was said. And that will trigger your brain to listen to that conversation and the conversation in your physical life at the same time. And you will start to um, distinct the two. Clairsentient is the next one. Clairsentient means clear sensing to me or feeling. It's feeling. So there's sometimes we get that feeling in our gut where your stomach feels literally sick and you walk into a room and all of a sudden your your stomach starts to hurt. You know, that's Claire sentient. Um, now, clear sentient can be confused. There's a fine line between clear sentient and an empath. Because clear sentient is when you feel things, and as an empath, you feel emotion. Um, so rundown of an empath if you haven't listened to my previous episode an empath where you feel other people's emotion so if somebody feels sad in the room you will feel sad so if somebody feels sad in the room you will start to feel sad even if that person hasn't told you anything you will start to you don't even have to touch them you can touch them but you don't even have to touch them half the time I didn't even know that person was in the room with me because I'll be out eating lunch Um, And it's a big space. But later find out that I have felt the emotions or I've just felt the sensations of their emotions. Clairsentience is very much similar. But in my personal experience, there is a difference. So clairsentience does mean that you feel other people's emotions just like an empath. What makes it different is that Like I said, you feel physical pain as well. This is clear feeling. You will feel physical pain. Somebody could have broken their leg and all of a sudden you feel this aching in your leg or this tingling in your leg and you don't know where it's coming from. That's clear sentient. When I did readings, uh, especially mediumship readings, I will get pains in my head, I will get pains in my throat, uh, I will get sensations in my throat that I know are associated to pain or something um, wrong with the person who I'm trying to connect with in spirit. That is the difference. And a lot of definitions won't tell you that. They'll just say clear sensing and just clear feeling. And that's just feeling emotions. Well, that's empath. Let's be clear. Those are two different things in my opinion. And um, just because a lot of people don't feel the physical pain of others, you can't feel that in an emotion. You, But here's the fine line. You can feel someone feeling sad about their leg. 
but you can't necessarily feel the pain in their leg. You can empathize what they're going through because you know they're depressed about hurting their leg, but you can feel the actual pain associated. Like if it's in the knee or the ankle, you can feel it. Okay, so those are examples of clear feeling. Clear, it's clear sentient, but it's clear feeling technically is what it means. I clear feel. I say clear sentient, clear s- sensing, and then I translate into clear feeling. So that helps me know what the definitions are. Okay, so next one is clear cognizance. This is clear knowing. Okay. So this is, you're not getting an image in your mind. You're not getting um, thoughts heard in your head. You're not getting um, sensations of emotion or physical pain. You are getting just a knowing, no reason at all. Um, you just know you don't like that person, even though you might not feel a shiver down your spine, even though your, your stomach might not be hurting. You just know you don't like that person. You didn't get anything else but just unknowing. Um, An example that I went through with this was a positive example. I was in the store and I just knew to pick up that scratcher in the gas station. That one. I just pointed to it. I want that one. And it's like, you sure? You want a scratcher? I mean, this isn't like... Usually when you get a scratcher, you get a different one. And I'm not one for gambling. I don't gamble. I don't enjoy it. But something told me that we would need to play this scratcher and you know we would win and that would give me emergency money to have which is good to have you know during struggles i want to be clear that i do not use my psychic senses for gambling i do not believe in using my psychic senses for the lottery i do not believe that at all Okay, I believe in fate and that we will be taken care of eventually, but I, I have a very ethical responsibility not to use it that way because if you are given a gift, or I don't like to say gift, sorry, if you are using your natural psychic abilities, which I believe we all have, it is in my best interest and in my karmic debt that I do not use this frivolously. So this is why I do not use it for lotto numbers. But this particular day, I just had a knowing. No rhyme or reason about it. And I won $40 off a scratcher. And that helped me pay for something that I needed to pay for. That helped me at the time. That helped me have a spare, uh, I keep that half of that money, that $20 in my wallet, just in case of emergencies. And the other 20 went to, I don't remember what it was, but it was something that we needed at the time. So it was my, my instinct and possibly some of my guides, you know, nudging me for that knowing feeling that I needed this at the time. Keyword needed this. I didn't want this. I didn't frivolously spend the money. I didn't greedily uh, want this. It was just annoying of getting it at the time it was needed. I think other people can relate to that, you know, serendipity of you needed the money time and you didn't know where it was coming from and you just received it 
or something told you to just do this and you got it because it was needed, not wanted. Big difference. Okay, so that's just an example of Claire knowing. You just know. I mean, granted, it's not the best example, but that's how um, I could relate to it at this moment. Next one that people don't really talk about, and forgive me if I pronounce these next three wrong. Um, I believe it's Claire Gustinson's. Gustinson's. Um, this is clear tasting. And not a lot of people have experienced it. Uh, not a lot of people talk about it. I have experienced it. <laughs> so I will talk about it. Um, this is not tasting again with something physical, putting it in your mouth. This is having a spiritual, I guess you would say flavor, tasting in your mouth. Um, as a medium, I have experienced pretty much every sensation, every clear on here. Pretty much, I have. Um, I have experienced every single one. And Claire Gustin's is no exception. So in my earlier days of not knowing I was a medium and not really caring about anything psychic when my ability just made itself known um, strongly and I didn't know what was going on, I did my research and I woke up in the middle of the night one night scared because this is when spirit used to visit me and still does visit me from time to time come into my room they like to have me experience what they experience when they were dying so they can get their messages to me so my guess is my strong guess is when i was laying at night in bed and spirits would walk in but at this time i didn't know that I woke up with the biggest taste of salt in my mouth, as if I was drinking salt water, as if I was ingesting a whole mouthful of salt water. And I sat up in bed and just tried to like, not like spit, but blow air out of my mouth to kind of like get, get it out of my mouth and it would not come out of my mouth. And I'm just sitting and being like, ugh, like, what is this? This is nasty. And it didn't taste like anything. It tasted different. It didn't taste like I had a had just popped something salty into my mouth. That's why I didn't run to the bathroom because I knew it felt different. It didn't feel like something I can just gargle and spit out. It felt like a taste that just appeared. And after five minutes, it went away just like that gone never happened again and later I learned you know this was most likely a person telling me how they died probably from drowning in the ocean where there would be salt water because I felt like I was like like it was in my whole mouth as if I'm drinking the stuff and I tasted the salt it was there I had the feeling of tasting Claire Gustinson's. So that was an example of what it is. Another one that we don't hear a lot about is Claire Aliens, if I'm pronouncing that right. This is clear smelling. Okay, so again, this is something that's not 
typically in the air. This is not a physical thing as if your mom was baking cookies because she was baking cookies. This is something that hits you out of nowhere. And I really kind of want to argue a point of saying that when spirit visits you, your loved ones who have crossed over is what I mean. And you smell that tobacco smoke your dad used to smoke, the brand he used to smoke, or the aftershave he used to put on, or the cologne that he used to put on. And that lets you know he's there. I will argue that this is Claire aliens. Because you are smelling something that's not physically there. Even though somebody can smell it too. Like if you look, do you smell that? (laughs) And then it goes away. Immediately goes away. Like it lingers for a few minutes. And you're like, whoa. And then all of a sudden, with no rhyme or reason, it disappears. Because with no rhyme or reason, it came. That's clear aliens to me. Even if somebody else smells it, that means they're clear. The 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 spirit at B made that clear aliens kick in and possible. Now, if you later find that a magic cigarettes appeared and and it was magically lit, that's something different. That's an object that's coming coming out of nowhere, and that's a totally different uh, definition for that. Um, that would be more of a port. Um, but we're not talking about that. So, but if you f- smell it and it just comes out of nowhere, or if you smell it and nobody else smells it, perfect example. Do you smell that aftershave smell all of a sudden? No. Um, sometimes I would get smells like, um, gosh. Something similar to like candy, cotton candy. You figure children would be around. There was no child. But you might that might be a spirit of a child. Um, there are also things that you can smell. Foul smelling. But I'm going to put something like that in a different podcast. Because that's going to touch on something more serious. And I don't mean foul smelling as that you didn't like your dad's cologne. And it smells awful and you hate that smell. and makes you want to puke. I'm talking about something completely different. But for the basics, that's what clear aliens is. And the last one is clear tangible. And this is a definition where I have a little disagreement with, well, a lot of disagreement with, and um, a little bit of irritation on the definition of this because everywhere that I looked, well, not everywhere, but yeah, everywhere that I chose to look, I guess on the internet, when I typed in clear tangible, to me was incorrect. That is not my terse definition of clear tangible, and I will explain to you why. But clear tangible means clear touching. Okay? So that means, um, well, okay, I'll give you the definition that I found on the internet. The definition I found on the internet was... That if you're touching an object and you get sense from an object, you're touching it and you get um, a clairvoyant vision, you're getting senses, you're getting all those clairs we talked about by, just by touching an object. That is what they define as clear tangible. Touching an object and getting something from it. Getting something psychic from it. I do not agree with this definition. My definition is knowing what an object feels like 
And what do I mean by that? I mean that I'm trying to think of a way best to put this. Okay, so in a dream, and let's consider this dream clairvoyance. Eh, we can consider it that. Dreams, all these senses can come about in these in dreams. Dreams are very, very powerful. And a lot of my psychic, the first psychic senses of these that I have experienced, pretty much all of these, was in a dream. And so I will go into this. I was dreaming. I was running. And I was hiding somewhere. And I put my hand on what I thought was... I don't know if it was a plant or a rock, but it wasn't. It was somebody's head. It was somebody's hair. And in this dream, I could feel the dryness of the hair. I could feel the thickness of the hair. I could feel, I don't want to say follicle, but I can feel all the little fibers in the hair. So when I felt it, I immediately knew it was hair. Immediately knew it was hair. That to me is clear tangible. When no other senses but my sense of touch kicks in from something not physical, this is why I disagree with the, the definition that I, that I, definitions that I found was because None of these clairs has you dealing with a physical object. These are senses, psychic senses. You do not have to be with a physical object, touching it or looking at it. These are all done by your psychic senses, energy. That has nothing to do with a physical object. So I disagree that clear tangible has to do with an object. That is psychometry. That is the act of holding something. That is not what I consider clear tangible. That is psychometry. So, touching the, the touch of an object, the texture of the object, the thickness, the shape, everything, just sensing the object circumference, and um, any rivets on there, any, anything that has to do with touch, texture, anything. That is clear tangible to me. And I know a lot of places say clear tangible is the same as psychometry or clear tangible is also known as psychometry. And to me, that is false because I've experienced the sense of touch in a dream and I'm sure you I'm sure that if you have a clairvoyant vision you can also hear things in that vision which also would be clairaudient if you have a clairvoyant vision and you know the texture of things around you by touching it in your clairvoyant vision like if you just look at the floor and your foot's and you see your feet on the floor, you see the person that uh, point of view that you're looking through on the floor, and you know that it's rough wood because you feel it, you know that it's the wood's about to break because you feel it bowing, that's clear tangible. They do interlace with each other. You use all your senses. 
Like physically here on earth, we use a lot of our senses to do things. We use our sight to walk and use our body to move. We use our hands to grab things we feel. We use, um, when we walk, we also use our hearing to see if there's anybody behind us or anything that we may be alert of. You know, we're using all of these senses at once to be aware. Now I'm going to go down, well, not go down, but how to identify which one of these clairs is the strongest. Okay. So here's an exercise I read in a book. And I apologize to the author. I can't remember the book. But when I read it, it stuck with me. So you're wondering, how do I know if I'm predominantly clairvoyant or clairaudient or clairsentient and so on? Here's an exercise. Okay, ready? Okay. This exercise is to determine what psychic sense or clairs that you take to to the most. Okay, so next time you see a movie, an hour and a half average movie, when you stop watching the movie or you're leaving the movie theater, what caught your attention the most? What are you talking about the most after that movie? Are you talking about the great cinematics, the environment, the explosions, the costumes are you talking about the music when you leave do you get where I'm going with this so the clairvoyant would be the environment what you see on screen did that catch you the most is it the music that would be clairaudient was it feeling the actor's emotions or pain? That would be clairsentient. Did you know how the movie was going to end? Did you have a feeling not to trust a certain character and nothing um, obvious was done? That would be claircognizant, clear knowing. Now, these last ones are a little tricky. Claire Gustin's is Claire Taste. But if it was like a movie about cooking, like the movie, I don't know, um, Chocolat or even Ratatouille, do you taste the food? Can you taste it? Does it taste, I mean, do you talk about food? Mm, I leave the theater and going, man, can you imagine if I could taste that? I could taste every morsel of that food. Or is it Claire Aliens? When it's a movie about somebody are smelling a flower, smelling baked bread, can you smell it? Is that what hit you the most? Was that sensation? Or Claire Tangible, where let's say you clairvoyantly love the costumes, but did you see the actor rub its hand over the fabric and, and you could feel, or that that stood out the most, what the feeling of the texture would be like? Can you met like... Oh, I can only imagine what it was like feeling that fabric or rolling around in that grass. Pick out what stood out to you the most. And whatever stood out to you to the most, try to practice with. Okay? Now, I know this podcast went a little bit long, this audio segment, but I'm going to teach you quickly, quickly and simply how to work with each one. So clairvoyant. 
and this is all probably going to go back to meditation, but clairvoyance, clear seeing, go back to meditation. Also, what you want to do is spend extra time looking at objects. Okay, this is pretty much going to be paramount to a lot of these. It's going to be similar because we're trying to get in touch with our psychic senses. Okay, so we got to we got to connect the two. So I would suggest when you look at object, let's say you go outside and you look at a tree, look at every line, study every line, and then close your eyes and imagine all those lines, okay? This will activate, in my opinion, your sense of detail in an object. And this will be kind of the same as clairtangible, similar. The next one's clairaudient. Go outside or stay indoors if it's too hot. I know it's really hot here. I can't be outside. Um, and hear the different noises you hear. And this isn't, it's like you might be saying, well, Melody, you know, you said these aren't physical senses. We are training our bodies to get more in touch with the senses to awaken them. So it can easily come into pretty much connect is what I'm trying to say. Clairsentient, clear feeling. Sit there and watch a movie or a documentary and just sit there and kind of open yourself up and see if you can feel their emotion, their pain. Um, don't force this. Try it naturally, okay? Claircognizant, clairknowing. Um, there's a number of ways we can do this. I'm just trying to think of the ones in my head. You can do this, and this exercise can be done for multiple things. A shuffle a deck of cards, put, I guess, one heart. Eh, yeah, I'd say maybe, like, to make it easier, I would probably take, like, seven cards, stick one heart in there, and all the other cards would be all the other suits, and spread them out, and just practice what without rhyme or reason you know what's that card have somebody else shuffle it and you'll say that one's the heart how do you know that i just know or walk around and how do i know this is the car for me or how do i know that this is um the street i should take now i'm saying don't put yourself in danger i'm just saying these little exercises um like let's say you're looking for a specific set of headphones should i go to target or should i go to best buy well, they're similar, but my clear knowing is telling me Best Buy. And if you're wrong and it's Target, keep practicing. No big deal. Just keep practicing. Clear Augustance. When you eat food, close your eyes and think of every little taste bud in your mouth. When you have clear aliens, clear smelling, Close your eyes and smell different smells. I don't smell it till you pass out, but you know, smell and get that energy, get that sensation from that smell. So it will imprint on you yourself, you know? Clear tangible, great exercise, grab an orange. Feel the skin of the orange. 
all the little dimples in the orange. Now stick your finger and peel the orange. How thick is that rind? What, how many bumps do you feel on that orange? How soft is the inner side of the orange versus the outer side of the orange? Work with that. And a thing that can help you connect the two is that if you've done each of these exercises, meditate on those sensations. Now, we're not trying to pull anything at this point. We're just trying to work with the clairs, work with the senses. So you can even, you know, do it either one of two ways. You can, for example, we're just talking about clear tangible. You can hold the skin, close your eyes and feel it. And then put that away and go meditate on what it felt like. Or meditate on, try to meditate as much as you can while holding the orange in your hand. Just make that connection. Just have the orange lay in your hand. Don't concentrate so much about rubbing it, but have it lay in your hand and meditate. Meditate on it. Meditate on all of these as best as you can. Okay. Well, I think I'm done going through all these. Um... I hope that this has helped you out significantly. I know I had to learn by doing all these and learning out what the the definitions are. Um, I know it's a little technical with all the definitions, but that's how we can separate each one. So I advise you to do what works for you. If there's a method on here that you just came to your head and you thought, hey, I'm going to try this. I don't really resonate with what Melody said. That's fine. Do what resonates with you. And... If there's anything that helps you break through that block you may be experiencing with your senses, and we all have these senses, but it maybe be one, only one, or maybe two, or maybe you're just having a hard time, don't beat yourself up over it. It's fine. But these are just some suggestions on how to work on them and activate them. Typically, I will say that three are the main dominant. It doesn't have to be, but typically that's three. Mine is clairvoyance, clairaudient, clairsentient. But again, I've had every clair on this list and I know I will continue to do so but as long as you're open to them that's the first step okay all right so I hope you got a lot out of this until next time see you guys later bye